Hey everyone, I'm Audio Nerd 64 And I'm Big Nkrumah. And we are your gamer friends. The gamer friends. There's no the. Hmm. Hmm. It's like the Batman. No one no one calls him that. Yes, they do. I mean, yeah, but they're wrong. No, it's for emphasis. Anyway, logging on Red Dead 2. Gameplay. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh yeah. Luigi died. Yeah. Our favorite subject on the show. Ninja. Oh. <laughs> Riot Studios. Mm-hmm. Was a bit of a mess over there. Uh, Translucent PlayStation 4. Thank you for the birthday present. <sighs> World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth. Did I say that right? Probably. Yay! And Overcooked 2, We Happy Few, and No Man's Sky. These past two weeks in nerddom, we're covering more James Gunn nonsense, mm. the new Oscars category, mm. we finished Luke Cage, mm. <laughs> 10 years since Avatar's series finale, a new audiobook in the wizarding world, Ruby Rose is debuting as Batwoman, and WakandaCon. WakandaCon, so much fun to say. In the home screen, which is coming back, it's made to come back this episode. <laughs> We're talking Hitman. We're talking GTA Online, Destiny 2, Subnautica, Horizon 2, and Dendara. All right, so let's log on with the Red Dead 2 gameplay trailer. Ooh, ooh. Holy shit. It looks amazing. And you know what? Here's the thing. They didn't even do... They were just like here's the gameplay and this is what you're going to be able to do and i'm so excited like it's like everything good about the first red dead and it just looks even better this time around they gave a little bit of story detail you know this time you're not just a lone cowboy you're in a gang of outlaws (laughs) which is always fun i saw someone on twitter ask if it was final fantasy 15 with cowboys well, I wouldn't say that. I would. It actually reminds me more of like Mass Effect, in that you have like a huge team. You know, you're the main person, but you have your team. And they mentioned that a lot. A large part of the story is going to be getting to know your crewmates or your your gang members <laughs> as you're like traveling around and evading the law and cowboys. You know, honestly, this is. How a game should be promoted and released, in my humble opinion. I just, it's just perfect. It's just like, it's a game that we're all hyped for. We got our little teaser trailer. We got our big trailer. We got the gameplay trailer. And now I'm just ready for it to come out. Hmm. I'm a little interested in the timeline for all these things. I figured that I would have seen this type of gameplay a little earlier, considering that it's coming out in October. But I think the big difference between them and, say, uh, BioWare and how I feel about that is that Rockstar has really earned it. You know what I mean? Like, everyone trusts Rockstar. We know the game is going to be good. Rockstar could drop the trailer literally the day before the game came out, and I would still pre-order it <laughs> three months in advance. I didn't pre-order it yet because I'm broke. Grad school problems. But... I'm I'm gonna buy this regardless. Like that, actually, the game tra- the gameplay trailer, because it wasn't spectacular. It was just like, here's the things, here are the modes. This is what you can do. That's it. It wasn't like it wasn't flashy. It wasn't like, look at us, we're amazing. It was just like, here's the game, and that's all I needed. Yeah, that's all I needed. No flash, 
no same loop of the same piece of gameplay for five <laughs> minutes and no developers telling me how hard it was to make a game. So <laughs> on that alone, I'm, I'm sold. Wow. Um, that was shade. Yeah, I am absolutely going to figure out what happened in the first one. Are you going to play it? Um, no. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not going to play it. There's other games that are going to come out before Red Dead 2 comes out that I'm going to play. And so I just don't think I have the time. Realistically, I just don't have the time to okay. play it. Well, from what I'm seeing from the story, it definitely looks like this would be a great standalone game. It doesn't look like... You have to play the first. Well, it's a prequel, so I don't really need to know what happens. I'm just not going to be in on the joke, so to speak, when certain characters show up. Right. I don't remember half the niggas anyway. So hmm. there was a lot of people. It was like a it was like a like a Grand the Theft Auto Titan episode, or <laughs> or a Game of Thrones episode. Because I'd be looking, I'd be like, Yo, I don't remember who this was. I hope yeah. they die though. Fair enough. Fair enough. Game of Thrones makes me a terrible person. They're fictional. It's fine. It's fine. Hmm. Hmm. I'm over it. <laughs> anyway, that game drops, what, October 20... 27th? Something like that. 26th. I can't wait. I might. Hmm. I wonder what day that is. I hope it's on a... Oh, my God. No, I have classes now. Oh, I can't know life games anymore. Uh... So sorry. I was dropping over a weekend, which I will be working. Damn. Friday? Yeah, it looks like the they have 26 is a Friday. <laughs> the game release map is all over the place. I know. It's not, Everything I, used to be on a Tuesday, right? Or a Friday? I don't know how games work. I know music is always, like new music Tuesdays and new movie Tuesday. I don't know how games work. New movies Thursdays now. It's Thursdays now? Well, it's technically Friday, but the midnight showings all get No, I mean up. like on DVD. Oh, I think those are still Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, good. I don't know what games have historically been, but it looks like this one's going to be a Friday, so I know what I'm doing that weekend after I get off from the nod. Oh, that's right, because Tuesday Avengers comes out. So yeah. That's the plan, by the way, on Tuesday. You're coming over to watch Avengers. I have to watch die again. Spoiler alert. Spoiler If you have not seen Infinity War by now and you listen to this podcast, you are fucking up. I don't care. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, I'm excited for Red Dead 2. I I think I will play your copy when you're finished with it, though. I don't think I'm going to buy my own. What do you mean my copy? I want to digitally download it. I don't buy discs. I'm a millennial. Everything is in the cloud. Well, it's since we game share, does that mean I just get it? Yes. Oh, okay. We game share. So you'll get it. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> blessed be. Isn't that how I play Rocket League 2? Mm, yeah, yes. I didn't pay for Rocket League. You didn't pay for Rocket League. That's right. That's right. So when are you going to buy a game? <laughs> not on a disc. <laughs> not, not anytime soon. <laughs> selfish. Just selfish. <laughs> Moving on. We had a few game releases this past uh, two weeks. Woo-woo. Uh, Overcooked 2 came out. Yay. Gordon Ramsay gets mad at the kitchen. The sequel. <laughs> it Onion is dude. not out yet on uh, Xbox or switch and so i have not played it but i've watched some streams and it looks very fun it literally just looks like a deeper content kind of version of the first game which is all i really needed like no one's asking for them to like change anything it's perfect 
They just added on to it. I saw some stand mixers. I saw some Ooh. new recipes. It looks, yeah, uh, it looks cute. I'm excited for it. That's all I needed. Yeah. I needed oh, to come out. I didn't even know platform. I needed stand mixers in Overcooked. And now we have it. So <laughs> kudos. Kudos to the team. Uh, we Happy Few came out. That's right. It looks creepy AF. Yeah. I am going to play it. And I am already creeped out. Fair enough. Yeah, you were like, oh my God, I can't wait for this one when we did the E3 marathon yeah. the podcast. We're going to be talking about it on our next episode. Also in the next episode, I'm going to get into No Man's Sky because apparently apparently that game is good now. Hmm. I hope you have a lot of fun with that. I read, and by read I mean watched, an incredible <laughs> review. Um, I've talked about this guy before, but I don't think I've name dropped him. Um, his YouTube channel is Skill Up. And I really appreciate his reviews um, and his channel in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he talks a little bit about his process where he doesn't review a game based on what he's thinking about it or what he um, interpreted it or thought it was going to be. He really, you know, reviews based on what the game actually is and what the game was trying to do. So I really appreciate that. And ultimately what he says is that it's a wonderful game that has fixed nearly all of the problems, but it's just not for him. And I think Mm -hmm. based on what he's saying about it and the types of games that he tends to like and tends to not really enjoy as much, I just can't see myself liking No Man's Sky. I mean, we'll see. The, the, The clan is really into it right now. Tim was talking about it and I was like, oh, it kind of sounds like it kind of sounds like Sea of Thieves in space. And y'all know, y'all know how I feel about Sea of Thieves. Mm. Mm. You don't like it. I don't like it. But, you know, it's whatever. It's not my cup of tea. I'm not going to shame those who do enjoy the game. Um, however, I heard it was more like a space Minecraft. So I don't know. We're, I'm going we're gonna, I'm gonna to dig deep. We're going to find out because hmm. I don't know. Yeah, um, I hope you have a lot of fun. Thank you. Regardless of whether it's Sea of Thieves or Minecraft, neither of those are for me. <laughs> Fair enough. I did. I love Minecraft. I, who when I was in college, there was like a time in my life. What was it? It was junior year. Me and my sweet mates, we played. We played a lot of Minecraft. Hmm. It was bad. Like I was. I was deep. Deep. Speaking of Sea of Thieves, though, I do intend to jump back in just one or two times to play the new content, mm. uh, mostly because I've been getting bugged by a few people that still play. Well, <laughs> I hope you have fun with that. <laughs> I'm sure. Isn't it so nice to have two hosts on this podcast who don't have to play every game that we talk about? I love it. Mm. It is nice. Mm. Also, really quick in the news, uh, Quinn69, a quintessential Diablo 3 streamer. Mm-hmm. Did a big thing the other day. Ooh. He announced, uh, I guess a little while ago, that he intended to leave Diablo 3 to move back to World of Warcraft full time. Is it like a was it like a streamer press conference? Like, hey, I'm no longer gonna be playing this game. It was kind of like a press conference. Um, except he just did a greater rift on his monk, which is uh, one of the characters that can't die. There's a there's a game mode in Diablo 3 where uh, if you die, that's it. It's over. You get one life. And so he did a grift that he couldn't uh, complete on purpose. And uh, his monk died. And he was like, RIP, that's the end of me playing Diablo 3. <laughs> so anyway, 
Quinn69 is moving over to World of Warcraft in anticipation of uh, Battle for Azeroth coming mm-hmm. out. I'm not a World of Warcraft player. Uh-huh. Um, I don't have enough time in my year, really, um, to dedicate to that game. It is a commitment. I had roommates in college. The same ones that we you know, really played a lot of Minecraft. They also played a fuck ton of World of Warcraft. It was like the game, and I never got into it. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's not... Something that I could do. Destiny was as far as I think I can ever go. And I don't really want to be as addicted as I was during Destiny 1. You did take off of work for Destiny 2, so. Well, I expected it to be as addicting as Destiny (laughs) 1. (laughs) And it wasn't. And it wasn't. It was not. Whatever, don't shame me. All right, so next up for games that we actually do play. More news from Nintendo about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. First up, Luigi's dead. I mean... Should I pour one out? He's not, though. He's not. Uh, that was a fun that was a fun reveal trailer, I guess. It was a fun reveal trailer for five minutes until they had to assure people that he wasn't dead. Right. I mean, the ghost never went back in the body, so... I mean, he got startled. He did. By the crying moon thing. Okay, anyway. I never played Castlevania, so I don't know any of these characters. Have you played Castlevania? No. All right, so some characters that neither of your gamer friend hosts know of. Simon. Not Waluigi. Not Waluigi. And Richter. Not Waluigi. Also not Waluigi. It's rude, really. It is. Um, it's insulting. It's like they're giving us all these characters that I don't even think people asked for. Who asked for these guys? <sighs> I didn't ask for them. Well, you know what? Everyone's here, so. Everyone but... Waluigi. I'm furious on behalf of the entire community. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, here's some more fury. Uh, some more characters that I'm not sure who asked for them. Hmm. Dark Samus. Um, which should have just been a skin. I don't understand. Dark people? I mean, it's Sam. It's a suit. <laughs> Joking. Oh. <laughs> I, well, you asked who wanted them, so I'm I'm posturing. Okay. Um. Fair enough. Who do you think asked for Krom? Why is his name Krom? Who? Krom? Who? Chrome? From what? From he's he's from a Fire Emblem game. I don't know which one. Yeah. Mm. So everyone's here. <laughs> Everyone is here. <laughs> Everyone is here. Well, someone um, I did ask for is here now. Who? Oh, well, that's that's we gotta go in order. <sighs> gotta go in order. Whatever. So apparently this game has over 800 songs in it. Hmm. They were, they're like, Very we have busy. every fucking song ever in Nintendo's history and also in the history of all the other games that we have in here. It's all here. And if you want to, you can walk around with your Wii and play the music like it's an MP3 player. With your Wii? Yes. <laughs> That homegirl put the Wii in a bag. A Switch? It had a, oh, sorry. Sorry, yes. Oh, I was genuinely confused. I I was... Okay. I meant to say Switch. So they had homegirl in the video put the Switch in her bag with some headphones playing the theme to Legend of Zelda. That's, That's what I'm going to assume that she was playing. You know, flipped her hair and kept walking down. She was strutting down the street to... Hyrule's theme, because apparently that's what people want. 
is to put their Switch in their back and play music from it. I mean, maybe. I would love to know who is going to use that feature. Hmm. I don't know. I was confused. Someone probably will. Someone probably will. That guy at that uh, nerd show that we went to. That's definitely right. would. That's right. I think that's the only person. More news. More stuff. They are changing the order for when matches start. Like the, the menus that you get. So first up, you get your precious rules. That's first. Because that used to be when you pick your character. Why on earth do they feel the need to announce something like this? I don't know. I guess I, maybe it was a complaint that people had, and they were like, we want to put the rules up first, so that way... They made, they they said the rules first, and then you can pick your stage. And they said that they switched the stage and the character selection around, so that way when you go to pick your character, you can pick a character for the stage. Well, that's nice. That, that, that makes sense. I don't know why the rules are first. The rules could have just been in the character selection screen. I guess maybe so it doesn't interrupt, because like someone could just hit the rules as you're like trying to decide. You're like, what the fuck? I'm trying to pick a character, and you're changing rules. How do you play? I, what rule set do you use? I've, I've got to say, I have not um, felt deeply about when the rules are chosen. Um, I do, however, mm-hmm. turn off items. Okay, good. No items. No items. Good. That's really the only major thing that I did. Are you a time person or are you a stock person? Because there is person. a good. Very good. <laughs> I'm glad that I have your approval. I, there was a wrong answer to that. Wow. No stock and uh, stock and no items, all Good. the way. No items. Speaking of items that I'm not going to use anyway, but I guess we can talk about them. They got some new shit. Hmm. A lot of them are like dependent on your health. So like, it'll or like there was one that was like a gun that's like. Uh, tied to your distance, and it'll do better the farther you are. There was one projectile weapon that the more the more damage you have, the more damage it does. I don't even I don't know care. what the most recent items are because I I never never play, play with, with items. So like, and I haven't played with them since N sixty four. Wow, I mean, so I've at least played the melee ones. I don't I don't even know what the item selections are normally, and I don't care to know what the new ones are. I won't play with them. I think they're fundamentally unfair. So. I think the items are sort of like how items work in Mario Kart in a way, but I think people who play Smash are like not in it for the casualness of like Mario Kart, you know? Yeah. For me, Mario Kart items are like an essential part of the Mario Kart experience. I You've never been able to turn them off as far as I know. That would be a huge revelation to me. Why would you though? Well, right. So with Super Smash, it makes sense to turn them off, in my opinion, right. if you're really trying to see who's the best, the best fighter. fighter. Um, so I, I don't really think there's a comparison there. Fair enough. Fair enough. There are new assist trophies as well. Knuckles is an assist trophy because Nintendo is disrespectful AF. <laughs> they hate us. Who's us? Me, specifically. Would love Grace? to play. What? I would love to play as Knuckles. I am as What's passionate. What's an assist trophy? An assist trophy is an item. <laughs> Where basically, you don't even know what assist. Oh my god! Okay, so I assist, literally have not played with items since N sixty four. This is so, so cute. I okay, so assist, assist trophies were introduced on the Wii version of the game, and it's an item. It's like a Pokeball, but instead of a Pokemon popping out, it's like a character, like a secondary character from a game pops out. And there's, like, different ones. So there's, like, Knuckles who will, like, fight you or, like, fight a person. You can also kick them off the stage. Or there's assist trophies that, like, do 
things like the Nintendogs one is like the big cute one where just a giant ass dog comes in front of the screen. Oh, where it, yeah, I've giant ass dog comes that, in front but of the I screen. Never yeah. knew what it was, and it obscures the view. So yeah. I guess, yeah. And there's still, like, there's different ones like that. They'll either, like, drop items or do something to fuck everyone over or they'll fight people. I see. So Knuckles is an assist trophy along with Waluigi. I'm as passionate about Knuckles being a playable character as people are passionate about Waluigi, to be honest. But that's just me. Also. Everyone isn't there. I would say everyone is there. It's just that the people that we want are assist trophies. Hmm. Anyway. Last thing about assist trophies, Rathalos. Rathalos. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Rathalos. I don't know either. From Monster Hunter, it's a dragon. Hmm. Also, you know, just more crossovers. Because, you know, at this point, I'm just waiting for, like, Master Chief and Commander Shepard and a Destiny nigga to be in... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to be in Smash at this point. Everybody's here. Everybody's fucking here. Who else is here? Oh, we got Shovel a Knight. new Shovel Knight is here. So that's what Shovel Knight is. And it's his trophy. Yeah, he uh, also got the Wild Eiji treatment. I just shovel that salt right into those wounds yeah. for all you Smash fans. Um, but someone you're excited about is also joining the fray. King motherfucking K. Rule! Woo! I don't... Yes. I never played Donkey Kong games like that, side. So what? You didn't play Donkey Kong 64? No. Really? Is that the one with Mario? And what? Don- no, 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 no. That's the side scroller. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. That's the platformer. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna cut all that. Um, <laughs> this nigga doesn't know what Donkey Kong 64 is. <laughs> ah! Donkey Kong 64 is like Banjo-Kazooie. Well, it just actually dawned on me that I never own a Nintendo 64. Oh. I, yeah, I, um... That's really sad. Yeah, we had a Genesis. We had a Genesis, and, um... We literally played that until it didn't work anymore. Uh, No wonder you're so obsessed with Sonic. Oh, that's right. It was the only real, yeah. It was the only really game I played on Genesis, too. We had a lot of them, too. A lot of sports games, shooting games. A lot of games, but I only played Sonic. And what's really sad, I never really got past the Marble Hill Zone when I was a kid. So it's very repetitive. Hmm. Oh, well. Um, well, anyway, Donkey <laughs> Kong 64 was amazing, and King K. Rule was the ultimate bad guy. And the very end of the game, you're bo- you, like, box him. And it's it's one of the most memorable final boss fights from my childhood for sure. Aww, I love it. That's so cute. So I'm very excited for King K. Roll to be in the game. Um, I I just I don't know. I just I love the Donkey Kong universe of characters. They're fun. They're definitely fun. Yeah, I, I find them more compelling than the Mario people. Oh, don't say that too loud. Sorry. Whew. Hot takes. The hot takes. But, you know, I just feel like at this point, Nintendo gave us literally everything that there is to know. Oh, there is one game mode that they didn't show us in the video. It's, like, obscured. They blurred it out in the video. I'm sure it's going to be another bullshit campaign of subspace emissary, which is fine. I actually thought the, the, the melee campaign was really fun to play. The subspace emissary one was cute. I like the videos in between, but whatever. I but I think really, you wouldn't even know because you never played the the Wii version, so you would have no idea what Subspace Emissary is. No, I don't. It's wild. It was like their attempt at a campaign. It was like side scrolly, and then also like you would. It was like the, if the classic mode had like side scroller 
elements to that's it. That's been in from the beginning. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that was in the N64, too. Okay, so that's it's just, like, their campaign that has, like, a story to it. It didn't really have a story in the uh, in the other one. It didn't really have a story on the Wii, either. But I mean, anyway. the hand was, I guess, involved, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I just feel like at this point, I, I know everything there is to know about this game. There's no surprises left. Yeah. Oh, well, well, speaking of surprises, I am surprised that Sony is so boldly celebrating 500 million consoles sold. They are. Um, by putting out a console for people to buy, which, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and say that I want I've been in the market for a PS4 for a while. But you don't have one? You don't have one. I need to play Spider-Man when it comes out, but I also want to get caught too. up on God of War. I want to do Detroit Become Human. I want to do, do that, Horizon right? Zero Dawn. <laughs> Great game. So, you know, I, I have some things that I want to play on, on PlayStation. Um, and Now's the perfect time. Yeah, I, I really, it looks very nice. Get it's your translucent pretty. PlayStation 4 that you'll never actually really look at. I'm kidding. I mean, but you know, I mean, not are really. you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> I, I really don't think I would look at it. Fair enough. I mean, two stairs. Whatever. Uh, really quick, we didn't put this in like the title, but um, the Xbox thing got expounded upon. It's not just xCloud, like the service that's being used. It's a whole console that is going to come in two versions. One version is just going to be like the box of hardware because everything is going to be streamed and there's going to be a more uh, traditional one with a disc as well. Oh, uh, they're making two versions. <clears throat> so we'll see how that goes. But, um, you know, just wanted to slot that in there because we didn't make it a full item. Um, but if you're interested in buying me a translucent PS4 Pro uh, for my birthday... Um, which is in a few days. Are you days. asking me or our I'm listening the audience? audience. Oh, great. Because you, if you are, you know, interested in doing that, you know, you can split it with him. Uh, info at gamerfriendspodcast.com. <laughs> That's real cute. I'm sure he'll be happy to split the cost with you. Yeah, with like <laughs> 10 other folks. <laughs> You're just going to ask hey. our listeners. That's terrible. Hey. Closed mouths don't get fed. They don't get fed. Speaking of closed mouths, um, someone who used to work at Riot Games should close their mouth. A big Kotaku article got posted about the hostile work environment at Riot Games for mm -hmm. women. Mm -hmm. It's basically exactly what you expect in terms of uh, a bro gamer culture uh, that does not really know how to handle uh, gender difference. So what I found most interesting, really, was the aftermath of the article. Mm -hmm. um, you know, nothing in it was particularly shocking if you have been following just this topic in general. Right. Um, and we all know what the problems are. So it's really just, you know, an eye-popping, oh, shit, it's definitely still happening and it's, you know, mm -hmm. pervasive, et cetera, et cetera. So Cliff Bledzinski, Brodinski, I, I can't pronounce his name properly, but he used to work at Riot Games. He's the guy that was helming the studio that was making Radical Heights mm -hmm. that just shut down. Um, and he was on Twitter defending <laughs> the culture at Riot and saying that this wasn't a problem, blah, 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 blah. Uh, 
The women at Riot responded by putting post-it notes on the bathroom mirror in the women's bathroom. And, like, you know, that got shared around, which was really nice and Mm -hmm. great to see them supporting one another. It was just really wild to see the totally opposite spectrums of the community going at each other once again. Over the same issue again. Not shocking at this point. No, that's why the article is like, it was shocking in the sense that I think it's the first time that there was a really an in-depth expose that was really focused on a specific culture, um, like at a specific game studio. I think just Mm -hmm. generally speaking, we've been talking about how women are treated in the game developer space. Um, but not at specific studios. It's It hasn't been at this studio. It's really, really bad right? until now. So I think that's part of the um, the reason why the reaction has been so wild to this. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Did you see that the mods of the League of Legends subreddit like had the article taken down? What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently they claimed that... Uh, there were a bunch of outside manipulators coming in because I guess someone had posted the link on Twitter to the subreddit. It It's just a wild situation. It's hilarious. Ugh. I know. It's great. So let's just keep this thread going of toxic gamer culture. Oh, great. So um, in a wonderful article written by Polygon, I'm rolling my eyes a lot as I say this. Uh-huh. It was... Uh, Revealed, I guess. Well, Ninja in some... Ninja, our favorite topic here at Gamer Friends. Mm. <sighs> Apparently, he gave this interview where he's like, you know, I don't like playing with female Oh, gamers. he said female? He said female. The article also said female. So that's all I really need to know about this entire situation, <laughs> to be quite honest. Yeah. That says everything you need to know. That's... Ugh. Doesn't like to play with women gamers because uh, it, female, right? Uh, it starts rumors that a, or like it's it's like room it. There's always like questions and rumors about whether the person is like there, whether the two are dating, or like he's cheating on his wife. And so instead of dealing with any of that drama, he decides to not play with any women gamers at all. Oh, the Mike Pence defense. Yeah, actually, you know, it's funny. The piece also said, this is what Mike Pence does. Did the piece say that Mike Pence is a moron? No. Hmm. Uh, actually, the piece took a very uh, took a very journalistic approach uh-huh. on the subject. And um, it was a woman who also wrote it. Actually, one of the, one of the higher-ups at Polygon. And, and you know, I, I read it. And at the end of reading it, I was kind of like, why was this written in the first place? Yeah. It's it's it, to me it almost even reminds it just reminds me of like the New York Times and like NPR still interviewing, interviewing white, white nationalists supremacists yeah for whatever just be like and you know and, and the problem is is that when you take these subjects and you interview the perpetrators of whether it be white supremacy racism misogyny sexism all it does is humanizes the person and validates the behavior because now I read this polygon and I'm like wow this guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> But then, like, <laughs> right. someone who, like, agrees with that is like, oh, yeah, no, this totally makes sense. Look at this neutral stance that this person took because blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, it just reinforces the culture that we don't want. And I'm not saying that, like, journalists shouldn't be objective. But, like, 
why don't instead of talking about like a dude streamer being a shithead, why don't you, I don't know, highlight a woman streamer who is trying to do something? You know what? I, it's just like I don't understand the point. I even re- at this point directly, don't get it. Even more directly than that, why can't you objectively say that that's a dumb thing to do? Because it is I mean, objectively a dumb thing. <laughs> to do you are streaming everything is being recorded it is so you can't cheat while you're streaming ninja doesn't think so (laughs) it's just a decision that reads really immature to me right exactly and he's a grown man he is a grown man but also this is the person who very immaturely substituted yeah dan word in some rap that he didn't even know the lyrics i was saying monica Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the full conversation, you can go to episode three. Was it really that long ago? Episode three. That was a rant. Wow. Uh, I just... I still haven't named that other streamer, too. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was also in the news this week. Oh, what happened with him? Well, I can't say because then it'll be obvious. Oh, well. Well... You know, I there's no, I don't even know what to say. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking say it. I'm gonna say it. He was in the news because he banned someone for saying that he was cancer, and he said that he would unban them if they wrote in a thousand word apology letter. And I think it is amazing considering that all I asked from him was some accountability and an apology, and he told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> like, yeah, that is pretty hypocritical. And actually, is... a, a thousand-word <laughs> essay is a pretty actionable, direct thing to do, and I feel like... So he's, he's clearly kind of capable of holding of people accountable. Except... <laughs> <laughs> except himself and Ninja. Yeah. It's it's just, like, really disappointing, especially since I know a lot of Fortnite fans are younger people. Um, it's just, like, it's it's really disappointing that apparently there's just no... There's no good role models for them. Don't play with girls. <laughs> what the fuck is that? They've got cooties, Ugh. except I'm 30. <laughs> I think he's 26 or 27. He's a grown-ass man. Anyway, he's a grown-ass man, and I, you know, I can't imagine... At my ripe old age of 25, doing something as ridiculous as that. Or being like, no, this is an okay thought. And no, this is an okay thing to say in an interview. I'm not going to play with women. Because what the fuck? I, uh, whatever. I'm I'm going to say I'm tired, but I'm not a woman. And I'm not a woman streamer, so I can't even say that I'm tired. Yeah. So. Should I, like, contact the person that wrote the article about him and be like, hey. <laughs> you want- you want some fair and balanced? <laughs> no, because they probably won't do shit about it. No, they won't. In fact, they'll just tell him that I'm shopping it. Exactly. That is that the news? That was the news. It's pretty grim news. You know, there was nothing really positive. There's nothing real positive. Even the Smash stuff. I'm just like, <laughs> well, I'm excited about King K. Roll. I mean, I'm excited mostly about Smash, but like, I'm. I feel like the balloon of excitement is just like deflating because all the air that was in it, they just keep letting out. There's themselves. no mystery. There's no mystery. Yeah. Whatever. Moving on, these past two weeks in nerddom, um, nerddom. we've got an update on James Gunn, right? <sighs> apparently, this, I don't even want to get into this, but apparently they're <laughs> fighting to get him back in, and Dave Batista is trying to lose the bag as quickly as possible. I, as you know, feel conflicted about the whole situation. Right. And I got to say, I, e- even though I feel conflicted, 
I think that it is nice and a good showing of solidarity for Dave Batista to say, I'm out if you don't at least use his script. He didn't say hire him back. He said That's use true. his That's script. That's true. You're right. So, you know, he's doing what he can within the confines, and he obviously feels much more strongly than I do. And I appreciate when workers band together. If more workers banded together to stop their bosses from mistreating them, then we'd live in a better world. On the flip side... I'll... I'll... <laughs> <laughs> that was a reach, <laughs> in my opinion. Okay, I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. They're union workers. They are. Yes, they are. Tag after. That's all the air I wanted to put into that. Okay, I'm done. We can move on. We're moving on. Speaking of the industry, yeah. Speaking of the industry, uh, so the Oscars are now adding a popular Black Panther. They are <laughs> they are adding a Black Panther category yes. in the form of popular film. Watch these white people nominate Infinity War and Black Panther <laughs> and then give it to Infinity War. And Tom Holland's like, <laughs> black people would <laughs> die. Oh, my God. Black people would kill them all. I... Black people would never watch another award show. <laughs> they take it out on every award show. If I was Ryan Coogler, if I was Chadwick Boseman, if I was any of the other niggas involved in that film, I literally would be like, <laughs> did y'all hear something? Because like <laughs> they have one of the highest grossing films of all time. Of all time. What are they asking for? Who cares? I don't. It's just like when the Grammys are like, let's add this new urban contemporary category. What the fuck is that? Just like... Put these films in your old antiquated categories or just continue to not give them awards because this whole like popular this and that. I feel like a lot of these categories are just like, let's just give the niggers something <laughs> so they shut the fuck up and like start watching our shit again. I like, I mean, I'm that over is what it. it is. And they are absolutely going to give it to Black Panther. And you know what? Ryan Coogler is going to have an Oscar. So true. Fine. Am I really mad? I get why you're mad, but I have given up on caring about the Oscars for many, many years. It's not even like I, I don't I don't care about the Oscars. It's just that like these institutions just they're like, we want to do the work and then don't. It's just performative bullshit. Yeah, they're exhausting. Like the straw ban. It just it's almost like it permeates every part of our lives. It does. <sighs> it's gonna be okay. It's not really, but tonight it will be. We got really political tonight. <laughs> Workers rise up. Oh my god. We're gonna talk about sorry to bother you next episode. Next episode. And Black Klansman. Yeah, we gotta go, we gotta watch that one too. I still have to see Teen Titans go. I gotta see that. So many movies. Oh. I gotta go see these movies before school starts. I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Something we did finish, Luke Cage. Finally. <laughs> yeah, finally. We actually did finish it before the last episode, but we didn't have time because we had such so a long many episode. Things. Yeah. Um I mean, if you like the Marvel Netflix shows, I would say watch Luke Cage. It's not the worst thing I've sat through. But <sighs> incoming spoilers. Spoilers. What the fuck was that ending? It was bad. It was really bad. I, it, I, I think you said the perfect thing is that, like, all of the characters just, like, stopped being in character. It's almost like the actors are just like, let's just make up how I would personally react to this and just insert that here. Like, her daughter, why was she so pissed off about not getting the club? She wanted nothing to do with her. She fucking killed sense. her. It doesn't make any sense. Like, 
walk away. That's what right. you wanted. Right. Why would you want the club that homeboy still wants? And she's getting a ton of money. Exactly. It's wild. It's what? really wild. You're like, oh, I don't want to be connected to her, but I'll take all the blood money. Girl, what? It doesn't make any sense. She that was, was annoying. I'm mad that Luke took it because he could have just said no. He could have just said no. He could have walked away. What did he take it for? Oh, I'm going to broker everything instead of, I'm gonna, I'm still going to be underground. And Mr., you can be above ground. You can be the cop, but I can be the, the bad guy. He's not a bad guy, though. That's what I don't That's, understand. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, why would any rational person be like, it's like if Matt Murdock was like, I'm going to, like, be the defense attorney for all these fucking criminals now. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, I I understand what Luke is doing. What I don't understand is why everyone is freaking out about it. He's basically saying, listen, if you're going to do all your drug dealing and stuff like that, you're not going to do it in Harlem. That's because Harlem is all he cares about. I think I think it it is not in character for him to do it, but I understand his motivation. Like, it speaks to my greater critique of season two in that no one was in character. But in terms of, like, a logical decision-making situation, I don't think that he's wrong to do that. If I had the power to protect my neighborhood, then I would do that. Yeah, but I think there's a difference between, like, Luke being a vigilante and Luke playing a central role in the crime. What role is he playing, though? He's involving himself, like, he's injecting himself directly in it instead of, like, stopping it. He's like, all right, well, this shit is going to happen anyway, so I might as well just, like, be here and run the club and everyone can just have their meetings and whatever and then just don't run it through Harlem. Like, I don't know. I don't... I mean, that part I don't understand. I don't understand why he's, like, meeting with them and, like, it should be the end of discussion. Like, they can't be in Harlem and if you are, I'm going to shut your shit down. The end. That's not what happened. Like, I don't, conceptually, I don't see anything wrong with him taking the club. But whatever. I mean, whatever they want to do, they're going to do. Listen, I I just want a Misty Knight spinoff. That's all I can (laughs) They need to make Heroes for Hire and just combine Luke Cage and Iron Fist. I feel so bad. Actually, the Heroes for Hire stuff, I did enjoy. I enjoy what they did with Iron Fist. I am mad, though, that Misty was literally angry the entire season. Like, I don't think there was any point where, like, this character had a moment of, like, levity or, like, <laughs> I don't know, calm, peace. She was just, like, literally pissed off at everything the entire time. Did and I can't blame her. one? I mean, yeah, but I feel like this time she's, like, more angry. And then, like, she also got all of, like, the brunt of, like, a bunch of ableist jokes. So it's just, like... It was wild. She, like, really went through it this season. And I, I'm i not okay. There was a lot of ableist jokes. There was this. a lot of ableist jokes. And there was, like, a lot of anti-blackness going on. There and was. like It was the- wildly anti-black for such a black show. <laughs> Like, I literally be, I live in Flatbush, and so there's Caribbean people all around me 100% of the time until I leave my neighborhood. Right. And I, you know, <laughs> first of all. Like, you could be mad at whatever the Jamaican gang, but you ain't got to, like, make fun of their accents. Or- literally, first of all, I, I just want to say, wah-wahs, every single person, which I've never wanted to do. I've lived in this neighborhood for such a long time. I, myself, am partly Caribbean, and I've never been interested in, like, saying something so ridiculous, but they, like, made fun of the accent in Luke Cage. They, like, like mocked it. Multiple t- it was, I, I was like, 
like every time I was just like, damn, really? We really? This is what Misty would do? I would expect it from Mariah Dillard. Oh, wait, sorry. Mariah Stokes. <laughs> the accents were so bad. <laughs> Stokes. You have to say it twice. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I consulted my, you know, best Caribbean friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he assured me that the Actually, accents were trash. They were. And I think that they actually might speak Patois, Jamaican Patois, but they are not good actors. And so they made it sound more something than what it really I is. I think it it almost sounds like, you know, one of those situations where, like, a director's like, why don't you act more black here? Yeah, where, like, yeah, I think yeah. the director might have been like, why don't you sound more Jamaican here? Yes. Yeah. And it just, like, lost all authenticity. Yeah, and then, and then it becomes, wah, wah! <laughs> It's like I'm playing <laughs> Grand Theft Auto, and everyone has really shitty acts. It's like caricatures. That's what they yeah, are. Yeah, they were caricatures. They're caricatures. <laughs> also, assigning them, like, cutting off heads and stuff like that, it's just like, I don't... It was a lot. I mean, they talked about it. They had, like, that conflict. His uncle had, like, that conflict with it. And, like, they, they explain it, but, like, still. It was a lot. I... Mm. Just I watch remain... it just to be caught up with everything. I get, yeah. Like, it's not, like, unwatchable. There was just... It was uncomfortable. I remain feeling like those should be 10 episode seasons maximum. And really, they only need eight because they could cut a good half out of every episode. Make them shits 30 minutes. They try and make them all Game of Thrones monologues. And they can't. It doesn't. Like, it doesn't like Game of Thrones could be a play the way yeah. that they... are, The way that they really do soliloquy in terms of speaking to one another. Yeah. Um, that's not. That's it. it doesn't what I work want. for Luke Cage because no one talks like that in real life. No, like I like can funny. hear it in the past <laughs> as being how people spoke. Yeah, but like not now. No, no, I'm not gonna like walk up to you and you and say something and then you're just gonna go off on this monologue and I'm just gonna sit in the corner listening to it. That's not how conversations work. My father was a barber. Ugh. <laughs> I was just like, yo, stop. Just talk and and. It was all those speeches that took up all the time. Yeah, they were so long. And they would just, like, stare at each other. One thing I did love about it, though, was I loved Alfre Woodard really just going for it. She... <laughs> no! <laughs> literally, literally, we paused. When, <laughs> when they told this woman that so-and-so was Ooh. dead and she gave the fake... <gasps> No, I I just I was like, yo, that's either the worst <laughs> bad acting. acting that I've ever seen in my whole life, or purposefully, or she did it on purpose to sound fake as shit, and she she's did. amazing. Alfred Wood is a legend. She put her foot in the role. I'm so because it, it was like it was so delightfully fake. Like that was her character. Yeah. I yeah. loved it. The whole relationship thing. Still not a fan. I don't like it. It's weird. Never a fan. Up until the end. It was I didn't get it. It didn't add anything to the story from no. me. No. I think a lot of the things could have happened with him just being a sidekick, but whatever. Um Alfie Woodard, kudos. A bright spot on the neutral sheen <laughs> of a TV season. Very neutral. Very neutral. Beige. <laughs> Beige, no shine, just beige, 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 stock colors, and abusive. And abusive. 
whatever. I I want more. I've always wanted more from Luke Cage. I wasn't like a huge fan of the first season, to be honest. Yeah. I think a lot of people, and I think I've said this before, we kind of give it more credit because it's a bunch of black people. Yeah, totally. <sighs> Which, you know, I'm here for the representation. I like it. Look, I'm not saying you have to be Daredevil season two, but at least give me a Jessica Jones season one. Agreed. Agreed. That's all. I, that. That's it. That should be the bar. I think Jessica Jones season one. And again, should be the bar. Cutting down the episode length and cutting down the number of episodes. We do not need an hour of Luke Cage per episode. We don't. We need forty minutes maximum. <laughs> Yeah. You can cut a clean 20 minutes and everything would work a lot better, I think. Well, you know, I think this would be a perfect transition into why I can't fucking keep up with the CW shows. Because them shits are like 25 episodes a season and they're full. They're like, they're shorter than the Netflix ones. They're only 40 minutes. Only 40 minutes, but there's like 20 of them. And like, you could easily cut. Ha- like, all right. Oh, here we go. So now. They did the thing. They did the thing that I knew what they were going to fucking do because Black Lightning took off. He is now officially in the Arrowverse, which pisses me off because they could have just had that nigga in there from the jump. But they didn't. They did the same thing that they did with Supergirl. Mm-hmm. So let's maybe he's on Earth 3 and then Barry's going to accidentally show up in Freeland and they're going to be like, who is white man? That's what it was going to happen. Okay. I just I have a feeling. <sighs> so new seasons are premiering this fall, and there's going to be a big old crossover event in the middle in the winter, where Ruby Rose will debut as Batwoman. Lesbian Batwoman. Lesbian Batwoman. Because she cannot play straight. Okay, so that's the thing. So, <laughs> so it's not funny. It's actually really sad that these actresses, it's always women, they get chased off of Twitter. Because of the rabid fans being like, Ruby Rose got chased on Twitter. Yeah, I think either today or yesterday. What? How are you gonna cover Ruby Rose? She doesn't hurt anybody. Exactly. Literally, people are like, I've seen, I've seen two arguments. I've seen that she's not Jewish like the original character is. (laughs) I didn't. I never knew that Batwoman was Jewish. I didn't. I never seen any Jewish person claim Batwoman in that way. Right. I was actually, I was like, oh, she's Jewish? I had no idea. That, uh, okay. What was the second thing? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> they said, people were saying that she's not, she's not lesbian enough. What? What? I. If I know anything, I know <laughs> Batwoman is high femme. <laughs> we do not I, have a butch. We do not it, have a butch Batwoman. It doesn't even matter. Like, what does lesbian enough mean? It's just like the. I think that's it's like the, it's a really ridiculous, like, not queer enough, which, yeah. you know, enforces binaries, enforces gen- blah, 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 Totally. Blah. No, that it's definitely problematic, but I do think that's what they mean. It just, it still doesn't make any sense. Correct. Ruby fucking Rose is not lesbian enough. Did you, have you literally <laughs> seen Ruby Rose in literally, <laughs> in literally anything that she's done? Anything. Anything. Yeah. She's I, definitely a lesbian. Oh, this, oh my God. I just like couldn't. And then people were like, well, like she's not that great of an actress. It's a CW show. Right. No one on there. I saw a tweet. (laughs) I have to find this tweet. Um, Actually, uh, Young Levain retweeted someone and was basically like, look, these actors deserve Emmys because anyone who could say Gorilla Grodd 
without breaking character. And you know what? I agree. Look, I don't go to CW shows for acting. Some of them do. They have their scenes. Definitely there are some stars be picked out. These are not Emmy-nominated shows. No, and I'm not watching, you know, a CW show to get, like, I don't know, HBO acting. It's just... Right. Not what we're here for. To bring full circle, I, that's why I don't need a, an Oscar category from superhero movies. Fair enough. Because I'm not watching Infinity War so that Robert Downey Jr. can win an Oscar. Although Tom Holland could get five Oscars for that scene alone. True. Anyway, Ruby Rose not being qualified for this role is about <laughs> the most ridiculous. DC fans honestly should just be happy with whatever the fuck they <laughs> scrape together. <laughs> And not ruin it. Quite yeah. honestly. That yeah. we like really, really, I just why why are you ruining things? Also, again, another woman. They do not Yeah, it's never the men. It's not ever the men. It's never the men. No one was like, oh, this dude's playing this character. What? Nope. It's it's always the women. And you know what? I just DC fans make no sense to me. But At anyway. Least the DC fans This is a spoiler alert are showing who they really are ahead of time. Because that one tweet that's circulating right now... This is a spoiler alert. ...where everyone's audience reactions to people fading away in Infinity War... Spoiler alert! No one had time for Wanda. Okay. I gotta... I gotta... I think the Hood Oracle... uh, I always talk about the Hood Oracle on the show. I saw it on her TL. (laughs) And it was a it was an audience reaction. And I've seen a lot of the audience reaction videos, but it was like the movie with the audience reactions in it. And everyone's like, no, oh my God, no. And then when Wanda turns to dust. <laughs> Did y'all hear something? I because here's the thing, the sad part is that this was the first movie that I gave a fuck about Wanda. And that's really fucking sad because the first movie she was in, her fucking brother died. And I still didn't really care about her. And she had all that emotional shit in Civil War. I still didn't care about her. And this was the first movie I was like, damn, Wanda. And then she got dust. And y'all was like, (laughs) who that? All you heard was popcorn (laughs) chewing in the background. Oh, I was so... We had to link this in show notes. It's too funny. It is too funny. But to my point, Marvel fans at least are silent about their <laughs> hatred for someone. <laughs> They're and neutral. DC fans... DC fans are rabidly angry about it yeah. for no good reason. We all know that we could have a better Wanda. We all know it. And you know what? We keep our mouths shut. You know what? Honestly, though, she's been putting in the work. I'm excited... Thank God they're not trying to have her do that accent anymore. Oh, I'm so glad they got. Oh, that was oh, the worst part. Oh, yeah, that's what that's what made Age of Ultron like <laughs> really. Mm. It was a struggle for me whenever yeah. she came on screen, cause just cause of the accent. But yeah, that's true. It was bad. So was what's his faces. He didn't have a good accent either. No, he didn't. Oh well. Did um, I get all my anger out? Am I done? Did I process this? So, one quick piece of news, very exciting to me and Harry Potter fans. There's a new audiobook coming out, A History of Magic, Ooh. which um, 
is a big deal in the text, since you eventually will catch up. Um, I won't speak on it because I'm sure all of our audience members are familiar, except for our loser host who has not read them. (laughs) Um, And Natalie Dormer is going to be narrating the audio book, and I like her voice, and I'm very excited to listen to it. Um, and I'm happy to talk about it when it comes out. It comes out in October. So, okay, so we'll I guess talk we'll have about something to talk about. Um, and, and we started Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yes, on its 10th year anniversary. Of the finale. Of the finale. My bad. Um, I've never seen Avatar. My brother was a huge fan. Chase was a huge fan. Um, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Family of the show. <laughs> um, I, I did not watch Avatar. Growing up. Until now. So until now. So now we're on episode two. I am already three. We're on episode three? We watched two. All right, we're gonna start episode three. I'm already highly invested and in yelling at the TV, so I guess this will be a fun ride for me. Yeah, you know what? It's good from the beginning. Just like Harry Potter, it starts as like, hi, I'm a child's show slash book. And then as it matures, it's like, hmm. You sure you ain't <laughs> supposed to be on Toonami? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Beautiful. Finally, uh, we're going to close it out with our aspirations for attending next year's WakandaCon. It did look very lit. It looked lit AF. I'm sad that we didn't go. Yeah. Maybe when we get more famous, we can just say, hey. (laughs) (laughs) That's just my goal is just to go to these things. You just want to get famous and go to things. Yeah. I just want to be famous and go to things. Fair enough. Isn't that what famous... People do. They just... That's true. They just go to things. They just kind of go to things. I just want to travel and go to things. I mean, I just love black spaces. Yes. Um, I'd be very interested to know how much of the stuff that we really admired from the Game Developers of Color Expo, like, kind of made it over in terms of making sure that people could take breaks at the booths and putting pronouns on the name tags and, like, having, Mm -hmm. you know, like, pretty strict rules about behavior and stuff like that. I wonder how much of that made it over. I haven't really heard much about how things were run. I just saw that it looked like an incredible time. did, and I didn't didn't see anything negative come out of it, which is good, because I feel like a lot of these, like... Independent, fan-run, and operated sort of things have been a mess lately. Mama. We are looking at you, Universal Fan Con. We are looking at you. Mm, let me stop. Where are the checks? Um, Where's so yeah, the money? Next year, let's <laughs> let's see um, let's see what happens. I would love to go to Wakanda Con. I would love to go to Blurred Con. Con. Mm-hmm. In, I think it was in Chicago. Chicago. It's always in Chicago, I think. Oh! Yeah. A lot We're of cool cons. Cool. Cons. Um, so let's move on to the home screen. Yeah, let's talk about some games. You want to do the musical break now? Yeah, let's do it now. Let's do it now. in a row just abandoning the format yeah 
<laughs> we're bringing you an extra long home screen because uh, we didn't give you one last week. We played some cool things. We did play some cool things. Uh, what did you play? Well, Horizon 2. Ugh. So Forza had their 10-year anniversary, and Horizon 2 was available on Game Pass. Nope, sorry. It was available Games with Gold for free, 99 for Xbox players. And I think it's still available, so you should download it if you want. Not the end of the month yet. Not the end of the month yet. Um, so the crew, da- it was actually the first time that the entire crew was excited about a racing game. Because it's like, oh, great. Everyone can play Forza 2 together. Um, so I hopped right in. Driving cars, going through the story mode, which is a lot quicker than the Horizon 3 one, which is cool. I saw you beat someone's record. I did. I beat someone's record. It was George. Hmm. It was George's record. George beat your record. Loser. No, I'm kidding. Um, that's toxic. I'm not to- We're not toxic here, Game of Friends. I just did the single player stuff, and it was a lot of fun. It actually, play- going back and playing 2 makes me really excited for 4 because, like, 3 is just, like, the things that 2 did really, really well and made them even better. So I'm excited to see the progression of 4 and see what things that they decide to make better from three. It's just like a nice progression that just like makes me really excited. I think Force is gonna be a really solid game. And you know, looking back at their history, I can tell that. However, as much praise as I will give them for that, I am not happy hmm. that none of the online shit works. <laughs> They, they shut down those servers. They shut down them servers. They just, because we were like, oh, we can like, everyone gets the game for free. We can all play it. And then we can all race each other. Bloop. Not the case. So I realized something was up when you, you can't download any of the, like the vinyls and designs for your cars. I was like, all right, whatever. I guess they just disabled that feature. And then it was me and Tim, Edna. I think it was just the three of us trying to get together. And you could like make a group together. And this is the one thing I don't like about Forza, actually, is that trying to play with people together is kind of, it's like a weird progression of menus you have to go to. It's like not intuitive. I feel like no racing game has like an intuitive play with your friends and then go race other folks. Not very intuitive at all. Anyway. Um, yeah, we couldn't race together. And I was just like, wah, wah. Are we, yeah, we couldn't race together online. Um, and I was like, Damn. So, as excited as I am, I mean, I guess maybe we'll all play four together because at least I think everyone has Game Pass. I, th- yeah, because if Tim has Sea of Thieves, he has Game Pass, and everyone else I know has Game Pass. So yeah, everyone has Game Pass. So at least we'll all play four together. But uh, I guess we'll have to wait till October to rip up the tracks and for me to show everyone that I am the best racer out of the group. Still a long way for you to go. It is, but it's where I shine because, you know, honestly, in the group, I am, I am, a, I think a better than average gamer. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I don't bring the group down. No. But I also don't bring the group up either. Uh-huh. I, I would say that I am an anchor. Uh-huh. And that I keep the group from sinking any deeper. I don't think sure. that's um, that's not what an anchor how does. Anchors and work. The, 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 I keep the, I, I keep the group. I keep on the baseline, you know. Uh huh. And you know the baseline. The baseline of a ship. Yes, the baseline of a ship. I think you mean a hull. Listen, I don't like Sea of Thieves. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. No. 
Um, so it's nice to have like my area of expertise where I slay. Uh, uh, I'm so happy for uh, you. Uh, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I am happy for me too, and I can't wait. I just can't wait. Hmm. I'm just gonna shut shit down. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Can't wait to report back. Me neither. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. What have you played this week? Um, first I played something that I think you've also played. Um, just been slightly less successful. Um, Why you gotta do that? I just <laughs> talked about how I am in. <laughs> Slightly above average gamer, and you're like, mm, I think you're actually an average gamer. <laughs> I mean, it took me a long time too. So I've been playing Hitman, uh, actually for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been in really, it's been an interesting experience. It's kind of like a an Assassin's Creed kind of experience almost. It's very different from Assassin's Creed, especially the new Assassin's Creed, um, and it it seems much deeper in terms of the stealth mechanics. I'm actually really impressed because every time you finish a level, um, you can see all of the other ways that you could have done certain things. Mm -hmm. And there's literally multiple ways to kill each target and different ways to infiltrate. And there's just so much richness with the game. Yeah, um, definitely. That I... I'm really jazzed about it. I kind of wish that I had gotten into it earlier. Um, there's like challenges and stuff that you can do. I'm currently playing through a mission and going Rambo um, because I messed up and I just got put in <laughs> so the you're like, well, corner. I just no point to. in resetting. It's just <clears throat> finished. You got to commit. Yeah, I just you know started blasting everyone away. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. I think that uh, if you've got Game Pass, you should definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, and I would suggest going into missions without reading or seeing any YouTube content. Um, the first one I kind of knew how to do, and I still it still took me a while to actually make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that I'm doing right now, I have no idea what anything is. Uh, and it seems that I missed a major opportunity um, from the beginning, but that's kind of how the game is. There's just a series of opportunities you can either take advantage of or not. And, right. um, I don't know. It's really fun. It's really good. Yeah. I, uh, I'm still stuck on the first one because I keep, they keep finding my bodies. <laughs> um, gotta dump them. I'm not a great, I was never a great stealth gamer. Um, I guess I don't really have the patience for them. I guess it's something I can work on. We'll see. I, I definitely want to play it and be better at it. So we'll see. Now that I have it all downloaded, I'm not really in a rush. So True, true. Um, anything else that you've been playing? I've been playing Dandara. What is it? It's an indie 2D platformer um, on Game Pass. So pick it up if you're a Game Pass subscriber. If not, pick it up too. I can't imagine it being super expensive. So you play as the main character, Dandara. And it's like a... Hmm. It's like a like a mystical sort of environment. I love the art. It's very nice. It's very like it's almost like I don't want I keep don't want to compare it to Steven Universe, but it actually reminds me of that a lot. Hmm. Um and the mechanic is really interesting. It's so instead of just like running, you just hop from surface to surface and that's the only way that you can move. Um so you like aim where you want to go and there's only like illuminated, you know, strips that you can actually like land on. And that's how you, you like basically just jump from spot to spot. Um, and you have like a little finger laser beam that you can shoot out from. 
And I, I think the mechanic is really cool. It actually sort of reminds. It also. It, I think it does something in the similar vein of like Super Hot, in a two okay. D realm where it's like more puzzly. Mm. Then it is just a straight up like here's a platformer shoot the enemy you know what I mean I see um, so I really enjoyed that I'm not very far in it I'm actually not that because gr- the mechanic I think takes a minute it takes a minute to get used to it and then it also takes a minute to get good at it's always the mechanics it's always the mechanics um, but it's a lot of fun it's super engaging I just love exploring the world what oh you're oh you're saying I'm a bad gamer again what ugh how how dare you really? How dare I? Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it looks great. The music's a lot of fun. It's really immersive. Um and the story it's the story simple. It's like, you know, you're helping an oppressed people be unoppressed. Um Aww. but yeah. Good for them. Good for them. I really enjoy it. I think you should play it. I know you said you're not a fan of platformers. I think you I'm would really, really not. I think you would enjoy it. Are you really dead cells? Mm. <laughs> You're the platform lover. There's so many games to play. There's so many games to so play. Maybe we'll see. I hear it's really good. I'll support for people that love platformers. For people that love platformers, I'm here supporting, you know, a black woman protagonist. Okay. In an indie game. Fair enough. First, I mean, you know, I guess a download number is a download number. It's kind of like Spotify, isn't it? Oh, geez. I don't know how I feel about that now. Well, if you don't have Xbox Game Pass, play it. Buy it. Buy it. Um, also, something that you should check out if you're interested in these types of things. Um, I was introduced to Subnautica by a friend of the show, Max. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it is Sarah with a star's nephew mm-hmm. that we were hanging out with. <laughs> and um, he was showing me all of his cool bases and things like that. So um, I got intrigued and I looked it up and I was looking at more about the game. It does seem like the type of game that is not for me in the sense that it is terrifying. Um, there are undersea creatures that are trying to eat you. I don't do well with open oceans. I don't do well with deep water. I'm not a fan of sea creatures. Um, I am actually in the sense that I will watch nature documentaries, but me personally, I could not think of something that is more my biggest nightmare than being eaten by a sea creature submerged completely underwater. Um, Even in a video game. Even in a video game. Um, But it, it just looks like a really interesting take on the survival horror genre in the sense that there's a fully customizable and engaging world that you're exploring. You can build pretty much anything, (laughs) it looks like. And unlike some of the survival games that I've seen, there actually seems to be a story involved in Subnautica. Mm -hmm. Um, Max showed me the very end, like what happens at the end and what you have to construct. And it just seems like a really cool um, game that you can approach either as a one-shot thing where you complete the storyline and that's it, and you're done with the game. Or like the modding community has really taken hold and it's just something that people are sinking hundreds and hundreds of hours into. Um, So if you're into kind of that No Man's Sky-esque experience, uh, I would check out Subnautica. It's that, but under the water. Um, And I will never play because it's creepy as hell to me. Yeah, I was playing a really creepy mobile puzzle horror math game with uh, with Sarah's niece, Lily. Uh, I don't even remember the title of the game, to be honest. I think all you have to type is like horror math game, you'll probably find it. (laughs) 
Um, it was very. It was like Slenderman vibes, like oh, in daylight though. No. So like you would like enter, you would like exit the classroom after messing something up, and then the dude would be like, "Ah!" I'm like, "Ugh." No, thank you. It was a lot. I'm not into it. No, me neither. I'm not into math or horror, so like I was, hmm. was not about it. So the last game that I've played this week without you was GTA. They have a new expansion out called After Hours. It's the return of Gay Tony from the Ballad of Gay Tony DLC for oh GTA God. 4. What a mess that was. Yeah. Although I really liked the clubs in GTA 4, the, mm-hmm. the Ballad of Gay Tony was my favorite GTA DLC. Um, to this day remains my favorite. I oh. liked the main character. I liked, you know, the the club atmosphere. And so now you can build your own club in GTA Online, um, which is fun and cool and, you know, I think a little less engaging than in GTA 4 in terms of what you do in the club. Mm-hmm. However, the really cool thing is it allows you to build all of your uh, businesses and funnel them through the nightclub. So in GTA Online, the way that the economy works is that there are several illicit businesses that you can run, mm-hmm. but it's really hard to run all of them simultaneously. Some of them work like mobile games in the sense that it's like a time sink. You just have to wait for product to be created and then you can sell it or you have to like go get resources so that the product can be created. Mm-hmm. So almost um, that kind of game loop. But then there's other stuff that's more directly like, okay, you have to go and steal something and then you bring it back and customize it and sell it. Um, So it's just a little difficult to manage all of those things. Right. And what the nightclub allows you to do is hire someone to essentially micromanage your individual businesses and bring all of the inventory to the one location at the warehouse so you can sell like all of your inventory across all of your businesses at one time and make a huge amount of money. Okay. So it seems like something that was made for me. Like, I will play more GTA Online now because managing all those businesses before was exhausting. And I used to play every time there was a major expansion that got put out. Um, And so I have almost every business. Uh, And so being able to do this and micromanage everything from one location, you know, that's much more appealing to me. Uh, It does make me think that they're almost ready for an announcement about GTA 6, though. It seems like it's very... Last expansion-y. Yeah, like, they're they're also releasing a new vehicle that is supposedly going to be able to do everything that the other command vehicles can kind of do Mm -hmm. and bring that all into one umbrella as well. Uh, There's some modders that basically data mined the new update, and they drip new content after the main release comes out so that every week there's, like, a new vehicle or a Mm -hmm. new car or something like that. So anyway, they know this thing is coming, Um and it just seems like the last major update for GTA Online. All right. Um, so we'll have to see what happens. But if it is the last major update, it's been a solid experience. And there's tons of content for you to still dive into um, even now. Uh, and I'm sure it's a lot better than maybe you remember it being. Um, that said, I wonder, I wonder how long it's going to take after Red Dead releases for the trailer to drop. I'm feeling like Christmas this year we're going to have a GTA 6 trailer. All right. I'm, I'm just thinking. Game Oracle. 
Well, just because they only do one thing at a time at Rockstar. You know what I mean? Uh, true, true, true. Like, they're not going to make any big GTA announcements until after, until after Red Dead, Red Dead out. comes out. Hmm. I guess we'll find out. We still don't know how the Red Dead multiplayer is going to work either, do we? Ooh, that is one thing that we didn't see in the trailer. Quite honestly, I don't play Red Dead for multiplayer. Although, if they I do think in it, a Red Dead Online, would you? I would. I think it would be fun. Yeah. That definitely sounds... I mean, that, I think that would be like an... You know, I feel like Bioware could take a page out of this book hmm. with Mass Effect 3 abomination yeah. of multiplayer. Is that like, you know, for games like Mass Effect or Red Dead, where we want a really solid story and a really solid campaign... Anything that you do online should just enhance that or like be a separate mode that is just there to make the, the game as a whole better, not like yeah sucking stuff away from. Ugh. I wonder if that's going to like the Halo Infinite concept, if it's going to be, OK, this is the story mode. And then after the story mode, the world opens up and now it's like a free roam MMO. I don't know, because it, the world is, is open from the jump. Like you're allowed to. I, I mean, I'm sure there is like a store. I think that it's going to play out like like a Zelda game, like you are allowed to just travel and do whatever you want in the world. Hmm. But there is going to be, you know, there's obviously going to be a story. But they did say that, like, listen, this world is open. You can interact with it literally however you want. I mean, Halo Infinite would be the game that they debut the xCloud stuff with, right? It's their, like, landmark franchise. Their sense. hallmark franchise, I mean. Hmm. Um, you've been playing one other thing this week that I've also been playing. Ugh. Why? Ugh. <laughs> it's finally giving us what we want. I never asked for a grind fit. I never <laughs> asked for a grind fest. That was real black. I did. <laughs> I used to get made fun of all the time for that. Really? You don't ask somebody. You ask somebody. <laughs> Why would you chop someone up? I corrected my stepdad one day. Just part of the problem. I know. I really was. I mean, I get it. It's, it's internalized. We'll yeah. get through this. I know, I know. Anyway, I didn't ask <laughs> for grinding in Destiny. I didn't ask for the Destiny 1 experience. I just asked for a better Destiny 2 experience. And here we are. No, I'm kidding. It's actually a lot of fun. It's very good. So what is what is the event called again? Destiny 2 launched the Solstice of Heroes. And it's really just an easy way to get level 400 armor so that you can be level 405 by the time Forsaken comes out. Woo! I need that. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing we're doing this because I need that boost. I, uh, do the gums come with it too? 400? <laughs> no, but you can get the 400 guns by doing the uh, prestige raid modes. Well, you know, the crew doesn't raid together anymore. Well, we're going to have to find new people. I mean, my brother and his people raid, so. And they're still part of the clan. Mm-hmm. They do. I know. Just, I, I had a very difficult time raiding last time. I think, you know, it was like a new group and it was a different raid. So I was just like extra confused. Oh, I felt I like I was doing with randoms. No, no, we were doing it with your brother's group. Oh, I was really that's bad. Right. It was, no, you were fine. Was I? No, you weren't that bad. I, don't, um, I would have remembered. Okay. I feel like you're being nice. No, I, would, I wouldn't I would be nice. It's not your season. This heat. <laughs> uh, whatever. So anyway, you can get these new armor pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's activities for you to get level 400 weapons as well. Um, and it's just a grind fest so that you can have as much 400 stuff before Forsaken comes out. Hella it's not going to matter. No, it's not going to matter. But it's also hella specific. It's like you got to like 
do this while also having your character stand on one foot. Yeah. And shooting only a sidearm with their left hand. It's a very specific grind, but it is an enjoyable one. It has me interested in playing Destiny again. I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, I want to play Destiny. Wow. That hasn't happened. In a while. In about a year. (laughs) Longer? No, I'm Destiny hasn't been out for that long. Yeah, yeah. Um, It feels longer. It does feel a little longer than that. Um, I, I am excited for Forsaken. I'm still not purchasing it. Uh, I'm going to use your copy to determine if they have earned me purchasing it. Whatever. You should pre-order that so I can like get the download going. <laughs> <laughs> I got to buy No Man's Sky and now this. Why don't you do No Man's Sky on um, the rental thing? Oh, that's Game true. I'll, I'll think about it. We'll see. Whatever. But yeah, I'm, I, I've been playing it. You've been playing it. I think this week we're going to play some more, mm-hmm. you know, so... I'm excited. Yeah, this should be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited to be excited about Destiny again. Yeah, I'm really hoping that Forsaken is going to fix everything. There was a huge download of like stuff that they're updating and fixing with the game. I'm like wanting to dedicate time on the podcast talking about it, but I know that... <laughs> Y'all uh, are sick of us talking about <laughs> Destiny. Also, we're, I'm sure we're going to do a deep dive into it yeah, the yeah, episode yeah. after Forsaken it comes, comes out, out, and so we can just do all the changes then, so... I'm going to hold on the Destiny news. Uh, suffice to say, we've been playing it and uh, excited to see how the remainder of year one shakes out. Mass shader deletion is coming. Finally. Oh, uh, thank God. Did you see the Reddit post that was like, yeah, Destiny 2 players spent like over a million blah, blah, blah years collectively deleting shaders one by one. No, I did. It is an astronomical number. I don't remember it, but it was like over. Was a it million. an official number or someone exaggerated? Someone probably was exaggerating, but I think someone <laughs> did the math. No one could have done the math on how many shaders got deleted. No one did. Someone did the math on Reddit, so that's that's how official it is. Mm-hmm. Not very official at all. Well, <sighs> I think that's a show. I also think it was a show. It Thanks. Was just a lot of content this week. It was a lot of content it's this because week. we had to cut so much from last week. That's right. It was a, it was a catch up episode. We we had a backlog. And I think we're all caught up. We're going to get back to the regular format next week. Yes. Next episode. Next episode. Two weeks. Thanks for listening, y'all. You can find us on the social meds. Social at, meds. At Gamer Friends Pod. Abreve. It is an abbreviation. <laughs> Tell a gamer friend. Uh, that's, that's it, though, right? <laughs> Info at Gamer Friends. You want to podcast? Holler at us. You can also, you know, just cash app me, hit me Personally. up for my, you know, information, you know, birthday presents and all that. I'm kidding. Ugh. But, you know. We'll see y'all in two weeks. Deuces. Bye.